This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. As we're holding here in the days leading up to Shavuos, so there's an interesting halachic phenomenon during these days. These days have halachic significance. Besides for the hashkafic significance as the lead up to Shavuos, there's interesting halachas that are relevant for these days leading up to Shavuos. For example, the Ramah writes in two places. One is in Hilchas Tachanun, Kuf Lamed Aleph, and one is by us in Hilchas Shavuos. It's in the Tav Tzadidalid. The Ramah records that the minig is not to say Tachanun during these days. We don't say Tachanun starting, obviously, with Shchodesh, we don't say Tachanun. Says the Ramah, you don't say Tachanun on Beis, Gimel, Dalet, Hei, and Vav, until he writes, until after Esruchak. After Esruchak, you go back to saying Tachanun. That's what the, Mishter, that's what the Ramah writes. Then the Mishtabura quotes... In one place he quotes that those people who take another bunch of days off to catch up for the Tashlumen of the Karbonas, and they don't say Tachanun for a week after that, but the Ramah writes in two places that these days we don't say Tachanun. Mr. Brewer explains that the reason for these days is because we all know that there's Rosh Chodesh Sivan, that's Aleph. Then you have Gimel Dalet Hei, Shloish Yisimei the three days are Klaisol prepared for Kabbalah Satayra, and then we have Kabbalah Satayra. So Mr. Brewer is a little bothered with what about Beis? What's special about Beis Sivan? Why does Beis Sivan get any attention? So we know Beis Sivan became a catchphrase called Yom HaMiyuchas. What's the Yom HaMiyuchas? So Mr. Brura, our Choshochan says it a little differently. It's this day, this day was the day Hashem said, tomorrow I want you to get ready. So it was the day before the preparation. But uh, many before should point out, you see from over here, if you have a day that's sandwiched between two days that have Kedusha, that day also becomes Kaddish. So therefore, since Aleph and Gimel don't say Tachlan, and Beis is in the middle, so Beis also doesn't say Tachlan. So that's a significant halacha that we don't say Tachlan. It's also brought down in Shulchan Aruch that these days you're not allowed to fast. There's an Iser Hespid, there's an Iser Tainus, the Hespid, during these, these days as well. A person who has yard site, um, Beis, Gimel, Dalit, hey, he doesn't fast. A Chassan fasts, because a Chassan has a different type of fast than a yard site. But a yard site and Hespid, them are not performed during these days, because these days have a shtickle Kedusha Sayyamtif. There's a minute from Bells and Vermeiza, two different parts of the world, they had a minute, they don't let uh, Oval down for the Amid during these days. It's a shtickle Yamtif these days, it's not just counting up to shoes, but these days themselves have certain Kedusha. If Shlomo Kluger had a big Chiddush, if Shlomo Kluger held that Bey Sivan, Yalada have Espedim, because if Shlomo Kluger held Bey Sivan, is really only Yamam Yuchas, and therefore it doesn't have any Kedusha onto itself. Aleph, Sivan, is Rosh Chodesh. Gimel, Dalet, Vehei, Shosh, Yisim, Akbal. What's Beis? So we said Beis is that sandwich day. Or Beis is the Yom HaMuchas. It was the day Hashem said, tomorrow I want you to get ready. Shlom Kluga argues. He says it's not really anything. And therefore he passed that you are allowed to have a spade on Beis Sivan. I don't believe that's the accepted practice. But he held Iker, I did it is Mutter on Beis Sivan. But we assume not like that. We assume all of these days carry a certain level of Kedusha, a certain Yom like feeling to it, and therefore there is an Isser Hespit as well as an Isser Tainis, except for a chassan who's going to fast for his chassan. There is a Mishtabura. Mishtabura does write that any day you don't say Tachnun, a chassan doesn't fast at his chassan. That's widely not accepted unless the chassan is not a good faster. If the chassan is a bad faster then the, the Rav who's Masada, the Rosh Hashiva who's Masada, will use that, that line. But normally we don't assume like that. We don't assume just because we don't say Tachron, the chassan doesn't fast. There's specific days the chassan doesn't fast, and these days the chassan would, would fast. The shadow that's going to come up this Shabbos is, do we say Avarachim this Shabbos? So we spoke already last, a few weeks ago, what happens when Shabbos Mavarachim coincided with 
during these days when we are in the middle of what's known as the remembrance of the tefillah of Avarachimim. I don't want to go through the whole recap, but we spoke about last time that we, the reason why we're saying Avarachimim specifically now, even though normally we wouldn't unless Yishabbos Mavarachim, is because this is when the first crusades took place. So what happens this week? This week is a little bit of a double whammy. This week, we just got finished saying, we're not saying Tachanon. This week, these days, we're holding now, it's, a, it's Erev Shavuos. How can you say Avarachimim and Erev Shavuos? And the answer is Fakert. Many Achorinim write, the Munkat Rebbe as well. They write Fakert. Erev Shavuos is one of the most horrific days in Jewish history when the Jewish people got uh, destroyed during the Crusades. And Bedavka, we say Avarachimim on this Shabbos as well. And I think amongst the Yekisha communities, that's the only Shabbos they say it, is the Shabbos before Shavuos. So I think the more accepted practice is that we do say Avarachimim on this Shabbos, even though it's Mamish Erev Shavuos. And we're not saying Tachlim because it's already beginning of Sivan, we still will recite the Avarachimim. Many people are going to be lucky enough to get a nap in on Shabbos afternoon. Okay, I envy you, Baruch Hashem. But um, if you get a nap in on Shabbos afternoon, and most of you will be thinking, I'm going to take a nap on Shabbos afternoon, so I can learn Matzei Shabbos. So the Pais can write, you can think it, just don't say it. If you tell someone, I'm taking a nap now so I can nap later, it's a Shail of Hachana. It's a question of you consider preparing. So think it, just don't say it. So if you want to get the nap in on Shabbos afternoon, and it's funny, many Achorinim write, take a nap, go for it, go, you should take a nap. This way you'll be awake Matzei Shabbos. But just don't tell anyone, oh, I'm sleeping now so I can be awake tonight. I'm sleeping now because I just had Shalom, I don't want to go to sleep now. So just don't express that I'm, even though you can think it, is expressing it might present the halachic question. The big Shailah comes up this Shabbos is what to do with Shal Shudas. Because the way things fall out, it's going to be very hard to, to have Shal Shudas. So a friend of mine called me up, he's a rub in a different community, and he asked me, no. What are we doing with Shal Shudas? I said, well, if I had my way, I'll tell you what I would do. I would dive in Mincha at 1.45. Then we'd go home and eat Shal Shudas. Then we'd all come back for a share and, and, and the rest of the day would go on. I said, well, if you get your way and you're sure, that's what you should do. Why? Because we've spoken about this in many other weeks. That we mentioned that first of all, <clears throat> Al-Pi Allah, you're really supposed to eat Shal Shudas after Mincha. Eating Shal Shudas before Mincha is not so lechatchil. But the Yavid, you could do it. Even though we mentioned there's an Arizal. That everyone quotes the Arizal held, but the Yevon, you're not Yoytah Shal Shudas if you do it out of order. We said most Achorinim don't agree to that. The problem is you can't eat too late in the day because you have to have an appetite for the Yomtev meal. So you really can't eat Shal Shudas after 4.38. So you kind of have a small window of what to do. So what you should try to do is, is try to move your meal along during Shabbos day. Or you can split your Shabbos day meal into two if you really want. Or, I'm not telling you not to have a mincha here, but I, I really think that's the best option. It's to have it somewhere else. But um, if you're going to dive in Mincha afterwards, by the time we're going to have a share here before Mincha, just make sure you eat Shal Shudas before you show up. So really, the Chachila, everyone should eat Shal Shudas before 4.38. If you can't eat Shal Shudas before 4.38, before 4.38, you can eat Shal Shudas even after that. But the Chachila, you should try to eat it before, before that time. There's a fascinating halacha <clears throat> about Erev Shavuos. And it's a shail this year if we even have this halacha. Is there a Ramon Shulchan tucked away at the end of Hilchas Pesach. The Ramah writes something very, very interesting, which we've spoken about in the past as well. The Ramah writes at the end of Simitov Samachet, that's Hilchus Pesach. The Ramah writes that there's a minug that we don't do any akozas dam. We don't do any bloodletting on, on any Erev Yomtev. Erev Yomtev is not a time to go for bloodletting. Now, where does this come from? This is a Gemara. It's a Gemara in Shabbos. The Gemara in Misach Shabbos explains that you're not supposed to go for bloodletting on Erev Shavuos. Why? The Gemara explains. a hard Gemara to understand what he means. The Gemara says because there's a certain ruach, there's a shade that exists on Erev Shavuos, and it, it, it's dangerous. It's dangerous to go for bloodletting. Therefore, says the Gemara, every Erev Yom Tov is asked to go for bloodletting, Gzeiru Atu Erev Shavuos. But really, it's really us on Erev Shavuos. Erev Shavuos is the real Makara Isser when a person is not allowed to go for Akaz Dam. 
Now, what's interesting is, it's a Gemara, yet it's not recorded by the Ramah, and it's not recorded by the Shulchan Aruch. It is recorded by the Ramah, but it's not recorded by the Ramah. And the Tzitz of Leezer has a tshuva, where he thinks Svarim don't have to keep this halacha. He has a sniff lahakil to say that maybe Svarim are not bound by this halacha, even though quite a few Svarim and quote it, but the Tzitz of Leezer argues it's not written, it's not by the Rif, it's not by the Rambam, so maybe it's only for Ashkenazim, because the Ramah quotes it, not the Svarim. But this is the halacha on the books that we have called so the question is, today we don't do our cousins down, but today we do something else. We have blood tests, right? If, you know, we, remember, we all remember that time where people were getting their blood checked for antibodies and for other things. It's very popular. Everyone wants to know what was cooking in their blood. So people get their blood checked. That's a blood test. Would you be allowed to go for a blood test on Erev Shua? So that's a machoik yasach Some achoraynim say it's only something like our cousins down. Kazdam is bloodletting. It's like a procedure where they're taking the blood out and it's a medicinal treatment as opposed to just checking your blood or a standard blood test or a standard blood donation would be mutter. Other achrenim say no. Anytime there's blood removed from your body, that could be a problem. So, generally speaking, at least for Erev Shavuos, people are machmer. Because Erev Shavuos is where it's really brought down. Now, obviously, the Mishnah explains if a person has a medical treatment and needs to go for a blood transfusion, Avada, he should go for an Erev Shavuos. This is a Shaila Pukwach Nefesh. But let's say a person can opt to take a blood test this day or a different day, so he should not schedule any blood tests for Erev Shavuos. So someone said to shout to the Tzitz Eliezer, what about a, a surgery? Is surgery like a cause us down? So first he says, well, I mean, in surgery, you don't want to bleed in surgery. The whole job is to stop the bleeding, not to have bleeding. But he says, no, maybe Akazazdam is anytime blood moves around in the body. It comes in, comes out. That's Akazazdam. So he talks about in the Truva. He thinks surgeries would be us. Obviously, we're talking about surgeries that you could schedule. If the, it's an emergency surgery, you have it done whenever you have it. But if it's a, an elective surgery, it's better not to have it on Erev Shavuos and either any other Erev Yomtev, for that matter. Except for Erev the second day. As a Pesach, the Gemara says, that's, uh, that's not Erev Yomtev because, it's, because Pesach is not a regal of Neyatzma. But the Sisal Yezer writes in that Truva, he says, but if you're Svadi, maybe it's different. Because Svadi don't have the Talach, it's not recorded by the Riff and the Rambam. They say over, um, they say over from the Truva's Mary Breiner, that there was a Maisa where there were people on a, a year like this, where, where Shavuos fell out Sunday, Monday, and they went into a Beis HaMerichot on Friday, Erev Shabbos, and they saw people doing bloodletting. And they said, how can you do bloodletting? It's Erev Shavuos. They said, we talk about Erev Shavuos. It's Friday. And they, the Rav yelled at them, and the people did like this to the Rav, eh, he doesn't know what he's talking about, and they got very sick. The people got very sick. So the Kafachayim says, you see from over here, that even Friday this year also counts like Erev Shavuos. So if anyone scheduled anything for Friday, for tomorrow, maybe you should rethink those blood tests and the blood work, unless it's essential. Tonight, there are Paiskin that are Mekel, even though tonight is technically Erev Yom, but the Magad Ram is Mekel tonight. But tomorrow, the Paiskin suggests it's probably better not to get any blood work or blood work done, uh, because it technically still has the status of Erev Shavuos. And Erev Shavuos were the most Machmir, because Erev Shavuos has the Din of, of the Ikara Din, as opposed to the other Yom Toivim, which are only Gzeru Atu. They say, oh, I'm nice with the Blues of a Rebbe. Not the previous Blues of a Rebbe. Two Blues of Rebbe's before. He was already an older man. And there was a Chosh of a doctor that was coming through town. And the doctor, uh, they wanted the Rebbe to be seen by the doctor. So the, the Rebbe was seen by this hotshot doctor. And the doctor said, everything looks fantastic. He was already an old man in his 80s. He said, but his, his, his heartbeat is very fast. Something's wrong. So the Blues of Rebbe told him, what are you talking about? We're holding a few days before Shavuos. Of course my heartbeat is fast. I'm excited for Shavuos. So you see, people used to live with this feeling of these days. Not just, you know, we're anticipating, you know, okay, with Shavuos, you know, on the to-do list. They lived with it, they felt it. And that's why Halacha represents it this way, that we're supposed to have this feeling of, of looking up to, and the excitement towards the Yom Tov of Shavuos, which is Habaleinu in a few days. Okay.